Magnetofunky, walkabout number 40. It's Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Hey, welcome, or welcome back. Larry here. I'm returning to the topic of sometimes cooking dinner while tour packing and upgrading from my DIY alcohol stoves. Meanwhile, as the next atmospheric river sweeps through, I made a couple of reflectix cozies for those just add hot water dishes. The music is a fresh and hot sampling of punk, funk, and etc. from Australia found at Triple J Unearthed. And this episode ain't work safe. Okay, that was Piss by Kamikaze Council, a punk trio from Sydney. Uh, That's Curtis, Costa, and Tia. And that's it for the band bio. Uh, The song was uploaded to the excellent music site Triple J Unearthed on February 22nd. All right, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on mobile energy independence and creative West Coast wanderlust. My pod page is 1223studios.com slash mwalk.h. Twitter hasn't gone down in flames yet, so I'll still post the episode there. 
My Mastodon handle is at MagnetoFunky at SFBA.social. And my handle at Hive is at MFunky. I'm on Instagram at MFunkyWalk. And despite Z-Dog not letting me post episodes anymore Facebook, my page is facebook.com slash larry.winfield.967. Okay, the itinerary returns to the topic of cooking last covered in episode 3. I still plan to do mostly uncooked food when in stealth camp mode, but when I do want a hot meal, I'll restrict it to late afternoon dinner or evening supper. Uh, Just add hot water dishes. My focus this time is on the cooking gear. Yeah, I made my own versions of alcohol stoves over the very pricey high-end backpacking stoves out there and picked yellow heat as the fuel because it doesn't leave nasty soot on the cookpot. But I also like butane stoves because they're easy to set up and pack away. Uh, Yellow heat, or methanol, is toxic to breathe or consume. However, you're much less likely to get butane in your food. And I'm not about to use either fuel in a closed tent. Uh, I also ruled out propane because it's more hazardous to deal with. Now, that's personal preference. Your mileage may vary. Uh, One thing I don't have to worry about is seasonal temperatures. Uh, Butane is harder to burn at 31 degrees Fahrenheit. While yellow heat can burn at lower temps, if you warm it up first with body heat, for example, but California winters rarely, if ever, drop below freezing on the coastal routes I'm going to be riding. So I'm inclined to only keep the alcohol stove and heat as a backup during the worst of winter and go with butane otherwise. The last issue is the bulkiness of a butane stove. A full-size Coleman-type camp stove would be too big to carry, but I recently came across many stoves that work with a regular 8-ounce butane can and are more stable than my alcohol stove. In particular, I like the Gas One GS800 Mini Butane Stove, available at Walmart and Amazon. It's roughly 8 by 9 by 3 inches, and that's small enough to fit in the seat bag. Gas One makes a few other, even smaller models, but I prefer the GS800. And if all I did was boil a couple cups of water a day, I could go like three months with just two cans. Cool. The other cooking gear to go with the stove would be a set of silicone freezer bags to cook the hot water meals in, and a couple cozies made with Reflectix. Uh, These freezer bags can be cleaned, reused, and kept in an opsack. The pot stays clean, less fuss, less muss. Oh, next is making one or two of them to test out meal ideas. Uh, Based on one how-to video, I made a cozy with a separate base. I decided to make it to fit a medium Ziploc bag, uh, 8x8 inches. I decided on a car windshield sunshade instead of getting a big-ass roll of Reflectix. But it took going to four different stores 
before I finally found a truck-sized shade. Uh, anyway, the first design came out yeah, kind of ugly, but serviceable. A much neater second design is based on a backpacking article uh, made to hold a wide variety of commercial backpacker meals you find at stores like REI. That's nine and a half by nine and a half inches. It took much less time to construct as well. So now I have two big cozies and an ugly smaller one. Uh, once I get a few silicone bags, I'll look for just add water ingredients in my research, which won't be as simple as the many easy choices for uncooked meals available at the local Foods Co. That's a Kroger knockoff or the Safeway. For things like powdered eggs or freeze-dried chicken, you gotta go to specialized shops and buy in bulk, which can be just as costly as getting one of those mountain house meals at REI. It'll also take a bit more effort to do a burger and fries test. Some longtime homeless and assorted neighborhood knuckleheads They've ran Mickey D's and Burger King away from 16th and Mission quite a few years ago. Okay, Center Stage continues the set of very fresh songs featured on the Australian music site Triple J Unearthed. It's been a while since I last showcased Aussie tunes, and I've never been disappointed. And once again... A reminder that some of these numbers are not work safe. I don't know if you can hear the asshole upstairs. First set opens with Booty Smashers, a bit of alternative post-rock by Mr. Industry, a five-piece dungeon core band in Canberra, whose bio states, we make sounds and love. Fair enough. The song was uploaded to the site on March the 3rd. Next, we have Onwards, a hip-hop tune by Dizo out of Sydney. Uh, born and raised in the U.S. and moving to Australia at the age of 15, Dizo has been inspired by hip-hop music from a young age. Uh, his piece was uploaded on uh, March the 5th. After that, it's Need to Feel by hardcore punk band Lemon Mouth which was created in 2021 as the brainchild of four mates spread across Queensland. That's from Brisbane, Cairns, and Mount Isa. Or is that Mount Isa? This, their debut release, is about hiding the scars left from hard times and is a reminder that we all experience hurt and pain, although some choose not to show it. Uh, This single was released on March the 1st.
continuous lapse of my judgment, and I don't expect to be forgiven. Yikes. 
Look at the cupboards full, it'll be fine. Gotta get rid of the vices, but everything comes at a price that I cannot pay. Sacrifices I've made after time is quite plain, but a pact of flight on my plane. My fate was right in my face, had a pavement right in my way. Hit the game and tried to land pay to start to die of old age. And the bigger pass day to getting past by these half ass rabbits and whack beans. I don't really want that to be me, but you never know where life leads. Gotta find me my dreams, putting everything on the line for the peace of mind that I need. Why do I risk these things? No life and no sleep. If no try it, then no be. I'll go get mine if I truly practice what I preach because love's gonna pass you by so cast your dice either nine to five or getting up just to try living a fast one ride so fasten it up for the ride not a life of crime that I'm after because love's gonna pass you by so cast your dice either nine to five or getting up just to try living a fast one ride so fasten it up for the ride not a life of crime that I'm after so goodbye
All right. Second set opens with ATACB by The Empty Threats, a compelling five-piece queer post-punk noise rock band from Karunaland, Adelaide, South Australia. They create a blend of modern post-punk and 80s Australiana rock while featuring political and lived convictions through their new album, Monster Truck Mondays. Uh, The song was uploaded to Triple J on March 8th, and the title ATACB means Anxious Teens Are Conscious Beings. Cool. Next is Gaslighting by Scuzzface, a punk outfit from Melbourne that takes inspiration from the 80s garage punk sound, full of angst and anti-establishment, and mixes in an unhealthy helping of satire, stories, and the outright bizarre. Uh, Half Aussie and half English, the band takes the worst of both worlds and mixes them together to produce hummable, head-banging songs. Uh, The number was uploaded on February 24th. And we wrap the set with an ambient alt-rock piece, Sex Music by Sploon, a strangely named alternative progressive rock metal project from Brisbane, uh, fueled by one human and many instruments. Despite heavy influences from artists like Porcupine Tree, Carnival, Pink Floyd, Queens of the Stone Age, and Tool, Sploon has no trouble weaving between genres like a thread and needle, whilst retaining a sound of unique familiarity. And his piece was uploaded on March the 5th. Just be 
Anxious teens are conscious beings. Anxious teens are conscious beings. I can't take your sins for free. All your words are poison to me. Anxious teens are conscious beings. Anxious teens are conscious beings. I can't take your sins for free. All your words are poison to me. Anxious teens are conscious beings. Anxious teens are conscious beings. I can't take your
Okay, in the log, I'm chomping at the bit to get going as the winter rain keeps pounding. Just the other night, a fierce thunderstorm swept over the city fast and hard. It sounded like hail against the window for a few minutes, and my unit looks out into an air well, so I can only imagine what the exterior windows sounded like. Uh, yet another atmospheric river arrived to end the previous week, making spring seem further off even though we're now in daylight savings time. Meanwhile, the RavPower PD Pioneer power bank I ordered right after the last episode came just as the rain went from very light morning sprinkles to sustained chilly drops. Shut the hell up! The thing was lighter and smaller than expected, but perfect for traveling. It was only half charged, so over the weekend, I went to Best Buy to get a 30-watt PD 3.0 AC wall charger to top it off. And because the manufacturer specifically calls for an AC wall charger, I'm not going to take a chance trying to go directly from the charge controller using the cigarette plug to USB-C method. I'll just get a power inverter. A 100-watt model should do. Uh, turns out, the Best Buy had a 25-watt, 45-watt, 65-watt, and a 35-watt charger for the same price as a 30, so I got it. Uh, back home, it took between 5 and 6 hours to top off the power bank, which is pretty fast, but properly regulated. And to wrap up the solar kit, I'm going to have to fabricate a ventilated power box to hold the controller, inverter, and power bank that'll fit in a pannier. Next, I'll see about a PVC frame and flexible hard-sided carry case for the solar panel. Okay, for one more tune, we close out with Love Funky Revolution, a funk hip-hop dance number by The Regime, a crew of over two dozen members hailing from Sydney's inner west, drawing inspiration from funk, soul, and electro-genre realms, with new-school and old-school nods fused with a lush and invigorating twist. This single was uploaded on March 8th, and their new single, Be a Lover, is out now on all platforms.
This show is a 1223 Studios joint. Show notes and band links are on the pod page. And episodes are now on Amazon Music and Audible. Uh, send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, hey, subscribe already. Tell your friends it's roughly every two weeks. And I know the latest kerfuffle is about an overextended bank that awarded hefty bonuses to executives the day it crashed, or another bank heavily into cryptocurrency that tripped over its own swinging Richard, and how the Nazi channel and assorted right-wing dipshits 
are trying to turn that into a Biden banking crisis. But I'm really more concerned about a pair of political landmines no one is addressing. The election season that never ends is now tuned in to 2024 and the California Senate seat that's now up for grabs. I really hate that three effective Congress members, Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and Barbara Lee, will eventually slug it out in a contest that two will lose. I don't know how much damage the trio will inflict on each other, but ultimately, this could end up with one or two Congress seats being stolen by the GQP, because California ain't blue. It's a friggin' purple state. So anything is possible. The other landmine is the next possible extreme monkey business the anti-choice Christian fascist coalition might spring on the country. For example, what if these troglodytes decide going after women with problem pregnancies isn't enough, and they decide to start a crusade against women who've had abortions in the past and speak out about them? Under the principle that murder doesn't have a statute of limitations, some dickhead red state attorney general could conjure some bullshit reason to prosecute or pursue for civil damages a few prominent women to force them into wasting time and money in court battles and scare other women away from fighting for bodily autonomy. Yeah, you may think it's ridiculous political theater, but for these Nazis, the anguish is the point. Outraging and owning the libs is just more red meat for the Nazi channel audience, a.k.a. the dumb cousin-effing terrorists, according to Rupert the Sith Lord. So if and when it happens, don't y'all dare act surprised. Show themes, Acid Trumpet, Backed Vibes, and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Bike Bell Number no. 3 by CDRK, found at freesound.org. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my noisy garret in the mission. Still in San Francisco, working to get on the road and off the grid. <laughs> <laughs>